0: Hello and welcome to Elise Coffee Talks, new season, the podcast about self-development, health, and spirituality. I am Ophelia Banero, your host. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Cheryl. How are you?
1: I'm very good. Thank you.
0: Thank you for taking the time to do this spontaneously. (laughs) <laughs> it's really cool we started to uh, speak on Instagram just as a random we chatted and we thought okay let's just call and then I said let's just do the podcast right away because it was already super interesting for me and I hope for the listeners too so yeah I I... Where
1: that happens um, and it was a good yeah. idea actually, because we would have had that conversation exactly maybe not again so yeah. exactly yeah So it
0: sounds more organic and natural right now. Hopefully, it's going to sound like that. So Cheryl, you are uh, the founder of The Conscious Lab and a yoga teacher. Would you like to say more about this?
1: Oh gosh, so many (laughs) things. We are so many things. I think at some point you are so many things and then you realize actually, I don't think of any of them, and I actually don't know. I got to this age, and I still don't
0: know what I am. Um, yeah, that's exactly the conversation that brought us to do the podcast, right? So, it's exactly this needing to fit in a box, and and we put ourselves in into this box. Yeah. yeah so it's okay you don't have to say anything else about it
1: either. yeah no but I, I'll give it a stab I mean yoga teacher yes for sure I've been teaching yoga for a very very long time and uh, certainly a box that's very very difficult to to climb out of uh, it's such a it's uh, there's so many labels and so many uh, it's such a wow. clear picture when people say uh, exactly a role oh a yoga teacher okay they uh-huh. immediately have an idea of, mm-hmm. of who you Um, But of course, my main job is I started uh, a company, a business called The Conscious Lab like two years ago at the start of the pandemic. And but it yes, it's online yoga and meditation and everything around consciousness. And that's basically what I spend most of my time doing. And and it's it's building a brand. It's building a brand. So you can also say that I'm an entrepreneur of some ilk. Uh, yoga teacher I was a coach for many years I still do some coaching and yeah that's pretty much uh, the the realm that I've been operating in for pretty much my entire career
0: yeah yeah and I also experienced your classes when you were teaching in Basel a couple times I think right yeah
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) lifetime ago but yes
0: you are currently based in Munich yes and you come from South Africa.
1: Yes, like so many people. No, not at all. Not a lot of people do, doing that. But yeah, Munich is now my home and yeah, for about 10 years now.
0: 10 years, wow. And you're learning German, I, I saw. <laughs> and you, you know I, I German. I'm trying
1: to learn German,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's funny to follow your journey. Uh, on instagram <laughs> yeah because i'm also in, in german class until saturday so um it's it's a uh, it's fun or not it's not it's hard
1: <laughs> it's german or german i mean because it's german, german. okay german okay you yeah. can't. Really learn Swiss German from what I understand.
0: So it's it's really fascinating actually because all the German, all the teachers in the school are from Germany and they really insist that Swiss people do mistakes in grammatical mistakes. And I think most of the teachers, yeah, are from Germany and
1: (laughs) it must be very popular there.
0: It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yes, because they have this this kind of not hatred, but this kind of like yeah, let's always make mistakes, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, we, we are the real Germans, yeah.
0: Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's <laughs> funny, it's really funny. Anyway, but yeah, so um, what we started to talk about was the fact that so you've been because I shared the fact that I'm coaching right now, and in you are coaching a lot, and that that you fell into burnout. Uh, Would you like to share that journey?
1: Yeah, and I I would say that I'm still in it. Um, But, and I'm somebody like most people who burn out say, oh, I don't burn out. That's ridiculous. Um, That's not me. You have it wrong. I'm healthy. I'm fine. I just need this and this and this to work out and then I'll be you know that I'll feel better and it was at the beginning of the year that I realized okay I can no longer tell myself any more stories I'm really tired but more than tired it wasn't the kind of tired that I would go to sleep and feel better it wasn't Mm -hmm. the type of tired that I would do a yoga class and feel better or eat better and feel better it was kind of like an energetic Mm -hmm. burnout it was a it came when I was doing specific things related to my work. And yes, of course, starting a business, having a startup is emotionally very taxing. You have to, it's it's not that you get tired of working hard. That's not my thing. I got tired of constantly having to believe in yourself. That's a different kind of exhaustion. And then on top of that, I noticed that, holding space for people in an intimate setting was really having a very weird effect on me. Uh, Can you would, share the effect? Yeah, it's, it's, um, I'll, I'll try and articulate it. It might be the first time in that, that I'm expressing it in this way, so, so bear with me. It was almost um, like I would drop into a deep apathy like I, people were telling me their deep stories and they really care about their stories, of course. And some of them are, are really you know, requiring a lot of compassion from me. And I would just feel absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not good, right? Um, and and yet I was still so good at holding space. I'm so good at listening. I'm so good at asking the questions. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it was affecting my work if anything i was getting more people people were mm-hmm. still getting the results and i was thinking i am not enjoying this i feel mm-hmm. exhausted afterwards i feel like i have to lie down for two hours but it wasn't uh um it was almost like a, a hunger a starvation for not food not more yoga not more meditation it was so bizarre yeah that was that was kind of my experience not Try and explain that to people that their dream is to become a yoga teacher. Their dream is to become a, yo- a coach. They can't wait to give up their job to follow this wonderfully rewarding <laughs> yeah. career. <laughs> yeah, so I just get a lot of sympathy for that. So it's it's
0: great, actually, for people listening who, who want to do this, these things. Yeah, what do you want to... It's great to you share your story and I will also share a couple of things about it. Yeah. What do you want to tell them?
1: People that want to follow this. Um, I, I mean, I used to say it when I was teaching teacher training, take care of your own practice, take care of your own resource, take care of your own inspiration, um, take care of filling yourself up. Uh understand boundaries understand Mm. boundaries we also live in this very weird profession where uh, your friendships can merge into clients you get friendly with your clients then you're friends with people that are paying you and then it becomes very weird and then you end up working a lot but not getting paid for it because the client wants to have a coffee but actually end up coaching them and I mean you're nodding your head because you know exactly what I'm talking about And then you get to the end of the day and say, okay, I got paid for one hour, but I worked for four hours because I was taking care of those people and all this kind of invisible labor. And I think that's something that we just don't get taught in trainings, coaching trainings, teacher trainings. Mm. Our job looks like we just, have a lot of fun and yeah
0: and I think we do but it it is true this thing you say about like I really want to I love all the clients I want to hang out with them after you know and and because I have feel so much compassion for their stories and I'm like oh I'm going through the same shit you know and then I yeah I want this connection but yeah and, and when I used to teach it was the same thing it was Uh, then if your friends are coming to class are they paying or not and it's very tricky very very
1: very tricky and also as much as you like them there's still I notice some holding back on my side because there's part of you that still knows they're your client and so Mm. you can't actually unleash your full personality on your clients there would I, I say to people, like, if you had to really get to know me outside of this context, we probably wouldn't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because your unleashed personality is only digestible for your close friends that love you no matter what, you know? And so even though you like them, I find that there's still a part of you that's holding back, which means it's an unbalanced mm. friendship. It means it's not a real right. friendship, which means you're giving energy Mm. in that time that you're together
0: that's interesting yeah yeah also i think people a lot of people think the yoga teacher is this special person and they want to they want the attention of this person and they want i i see it with kristen kristen if you listen to this and i know you will (laughs) um people want time with i see it you know how the way they interact and mm. she's very open and very giving and mm. I, I i see them yeah they they look for her attention you know they come in mm. and they're like ah, when they when she starts talking to them they're so happy and she knows exactly what to say also because she's she's good at this and she likes people and yeah it's super interesting to see yeah i'm sure you yeah. The experience
1: yeah, no uh, absolutely and they're projecting a whole bunch of stuff onto you also
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if you're good at it it creates this very uh, powerful dynamic which in the right context can be extremely healing but it has to have like mm-hmm. a beginning and an end mm-hmm. and so now I'm very very clear post all of this work that I've done now mm-hmm. I really have friends and clients and mm-hmm. it's very few that will still you know be on that edge I still have some um, because it's a long history but any new people that I bring on um, Mm. definitely clear yeah Yeah.
0: and so what kind of work did you do to make this clear
1: well I went I went to Sri Lanka for four weeks Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) and I really allowed myself probably the first time I would say potentially in my whole life that's where I just lived I didn't work think about work plan strategy nothing I didn't do a single thing except experience what it's like to eat and live I didn't even read much I really just wanted to feel what it was like to be a human being without caring for someone else caring what someone else thought of me trying to be liked trying to help nothing I just allowed myself to be it was actually much more difficult than it sounds I know <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, as a human being you've got nothing to do how are you in the world mm. like, Shit, this is like huh. so I, I had some pre- I did some really hardcore work with watching my mind for those four weeks and what came out was the internal dialogue my motivations behind certain things and I realized, I mean, this is this is pretty hardcore and probably why I got into the work that I did is that we all want to be liked. We all want to be liked. We all want to be accepted. And I just know, I've learned that if I, because I'm very good at watching people, I'm very good at seeing what's below the surface. I'm very good at asking the questions that if I can use those skills, I can get people to like me. I can also get people to pay me for that. And But the problem is I didn't, yeah, and that's where the boundary came. I didn't know when I was doing it to be liked by someone, Mm. getting weird dynamics in friendships, um, codependent relationships, and when I was doing it for work. And those were totally blurred. And I was like, oh, okay, stop doing it in your personal relationships. Hey, hang on. I'm just going to stop doing it for work as well. (laughs) And that's when, then that's why you and I are having this conversation now. Mm -hmm. Um, I basically dialed down. um, I I don't actually really teach private yoga or coach anymore. And that was a huge, huge step for me because that's basically what I've built my career on up until now. Mm
0: -hmm. That's huge. That's huge. I think when you, when you become that aware Of yourself to become that aware of yeah what everything you do basically right we we all do things for a certain reason like you said and and me too you know when a teacher training they were always asking they were always asking this uh why do you teach yoga Mm -hmm. and you know my answer was always like yeah because you know it's healthy and it's good for people and no no Actually, also, I think wanted to be. I wanted to be cool. I think that's what because yeah, I found I, it very cool.
1: I have so much respect for you for saying that. <laughs> I would love to also go into those trainings and say seriously, know the reason. Really know the reason exactly. Yeah. I mean, the the reason I heard a lot was I just love it so much and I want to share and I want to help others. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know yourself yet. Um, like I didn't also, and like yeah. you probably yeah but you know we still did it which is fine good but and but then at some point you're going to hit a wall and you're going to think why am i doing this Mm. certainly not for the money
0: exactly (laughs) well it's hard to make money i don't know like
1: oh it's so hard to make money yeah and instagram and social media and Mm. uh, is really really doing damage in that sphere because it shows that 0.04 percent of people that have made this mm. and they just don't show the stories of those that struggle to make a living yeah trying to teach yoga it's yeah. brutal yeah it's brutal
0: I remember having so many keys on my keyring, you know and I was in so many whatsapp groups because uh, for subs you know and I would cycle I mean Basel is not big right but I would cycle from studio to studio and or I was teaching in so many different places like to the from the dodgy um, community center, you know, to, <laughs> to the, super the weird
1: corporate. corporate lunchtime
0: yeah, with carpet <laughs> on the floor, you know, like where you had to move tables. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You too
1: of
0: course yes 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 i think it's super important too because i know some people who are in training right now or who are still looking up to this or who have that career as an option in their head and it's great and you have to do it you know to know what it's like because i also thought it must be so cool to be a yoga teacher because you must have so much time No.
1: Oh, you're flexible. And then you do the math, you know, you look at yeah. all the people in the yoga class and you think, oh, OK, I mean, if I made that in an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. Except what about the rest of the hours in the day? Um, yeah. I think it would be helpful for the the community or the industry or whatever you want to call it. To look at the path of a yoga teacher as the path of an actress trying to make it or an actor trying to make it in Hollywood. You know, it's Mm. that kind of life. Like You've Mm. got to love it so much, Mm -hmm. so much that you are willing to be to have no money, um, to work very, very hard, to be tired a lot to be in very weird situations, teaching all kinds of strange things and people and what have you. <laughs> and I think it isn't it's shown as I have this wonderful life. I wake up in the morning. I do my mindful practice. I, do <laughs> I then go teach one yoga class yeah. you know, and I have my soy latte and, da-da, and I manage to pay my bills. I yeah. love my life. Hashtag whatever, you know. <laughs> I love how
0: true this podcast is it's so cool (laughs) yeah and it's it's great yeah that's I think to share that and so I came to a point like for you it was burnout for me it was back pain I had so much back pain I couldn't practice anymore I couldn't do any kind of movement anymore I was not even walking straight like I couldn't straighten up I was bent Slightly forward, moving to to Germany. Um, at some point, I will go more into details with this story. But moving to Germany really was the what really was the le, le coup de grace. Now that you've been to France for a few days, <laughs> now you know. I
1: I can say I knew that means. It sounds fantastic. Please <laughs> tell me what it.
0: yeah. it's like. The thing that really like makes you fertig, You know, like the
1: yeah. it's
0: over. Okay and it's like um you know when you lift something up and you you just how is it called in english you you feel like a sharp pain in your back and then you cannot do anything anymore Wow.
1: you know wow. yeah it's, no, that's it's, a powerful message that's a powerful message yeah,
0: that yeah. was moving to germany never again <laughs> but before that i already had I back problems <laughs> um and and so I couldn't even teach yin anymore you know I couldn't teach with props with bolsters I couldn't demonstrate it was not possible and then I after a year I was I, having pain I was still teaching because it's normal also right so we all taught with pain I, I guess and and then at some time I was like okay I'm, I'm really gonna stop and move and And that got me out of this, you know, of this, um, of wanting to teach and make a career out of it. But since Mm. I've been wanting to do this for a decade, I didn't know what to do anymore. You know, I was like, fuck, if I cannot teach yoga, I have to find another dream.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? I mean, yoga is the dream. That's the whole thing. Yoga is the dream. Exactly. And you're like, oh, no, not for me. And there are so many people thinking that this is such... A, yeah, it's really, really tricky. So I, I can relate to that. Yeah.
0: And that's why I was starting to do all these things, like podcasting. I was just start, uh, trying to figure things out, basically. And I also did a bit of stand-up, which you asked me about. And uh, when we chatted off uh, podcast before, you were starting to tell me that... You are going towards creativity right now and self-expression? Yes. yes. Please yes. say more.
1: When you say it like that, it already makes me nervous, which is good because then I know that there's there's fire behind that. Um, I think what happened was I was so sold on this idea that yoga and healing and spirituality and coaching and all of that kind of stuff was the ultimate expression of my what I had to offer my my passion and like you after the after your back you're like but why do I not feel like I'm you know for you it was pain for me it's like I don't feel like Mm. it's um the thing it's Mm. not the thing everyone's told me this is the thing and um so funny right And, and and then what I was trying to do I think was put express myself through yoga teaching and coaching and and then you get the social media outlet a little bit and it wasn't so i thought i was expressing who i was but actually when i sat down and really thought about it i thought hang on a second my creativity my art which i don't know what that is yet is it's not it's not here it's not in yoga it's not in healing it's not in teaching it's not in coaching holy shit uh, you know i i have no desire to be an artist you know yeah same same um when did you realize that during the burnout very, very recently very recently oh. it's been part of the process yeah so the burnout was one thing i came back um so when I came back from Sri Lanka and really it's only June now and you've been back for a couple of months but I stopped teaching one-on-one I still teach publicly because I find energetically that's still enough for me I still get you know I don't get tired publicly there's something energetic and that's a whole nother discussion but yeah but
0: would be interesting also yeah yeah but yeah exactly
1: yeah. um and I think you you have a sense of what I mean um And then, of course, because I'm also building a business, it's very creative for me. So I could do that. But then very, very recently, it was after I was sitting with a coach because I finally got, shocker, my own coach. After all this time coaching other people, I'm like, oh, maybe I need one myself. And she made me do the Enneagram test. I don't know if you've done any Enneagram. Yeah, I had that expression on my face also. I was like, "Mm hmm.
0: Maybe I just don't know names.
1: Okay. So anyway, it's this, this whole thing, and I did the test, and and it was horrible to see my personality laid out so specifically, as if it was like me. It was horrible, and it's not that. It's not that flattering. Okay, it's not. I was really. I was like, oh my god! What is it? Um, so there are nine different types, and I'm a. Uh, um, uh, a four which is intense creative uh, Ah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it means basically I need everyone to know every single feeling that I have on any circle any moment of any time of the day and if you don't understand I'm going to get very very upset <laughs> that's horrible <laughs> hence the stories <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and basically it outlines the the, the kind of you know, way of, of an artist. And, you know, and yes, I've always loved writing. Um, You know, I love um, comedy. I love film. I love books. I love reading. There are all these things, but it was kind of like at the initiation of, of this coach and reading this, this thing and starting to work with my person and say, hang on, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just kind of like this, you know, and so what if I worked with my personality? Of course, the conversation went in the following way. Cheryl, this is your personality. And I was like, I don't do personality. I transcend personality. <laughs> like, I don't have an I identity. I trying not like, transcend my identity, you know? And do you know what she said to me? Uh, do you know what she said to me? She's a very wise lady. She said, Cheryl, no, you don't even know your identity. You cannot transcend it yet i was oh, like what, what? me <laughs> I, I can i
0: did already <laughs>
1: i did I'm 43 i did that like when i was 30 after teacher training <laughs> <laughs> on bali or somewhere exactly <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah thanks yeah so that's kind of initiated the whole thing and since i allowed myself i was like what if i express myself Mm-hmm. Outside of yoga,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what happens, and that's where I'm at now. And I'm terrified. I am so fucking scared. Mm. I don't know what it's going to be. I I just know that something is coming out, and that's why I was like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so what about that stand-up? You know, like, how's oh, so <laughs> it going for you? Uh, yeah. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, and I sent you. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I sent you. Fear got in the way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what happened to your
1: stand-up fear got it okay
0: yeah just so you know it's not uh this it's i think that's another world and if you want to watch on netflix uh, a french series <laughs> called droll and that's the life of stand-up comedians when they start it's it's really yes. it's really it's really cute and it's it's amazing okay. and i cool. think uh i i know a, a few stand-up comedians here in switzerland and they are starting to, you know, make it. And and I guess it's really close to reality, this series. Cool.
1: And, oh, I'm so in. Thank you for that.
0: And I think for stand up and for everything, I, I would recommend that to, to everybody, but you need to do a lot of therapy.
1: <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I mean, but, but this is it, you know, I kind of feel yeah. like I have to accept that I have a lot of stuff going on inside. And if I don't express it, I think, A, it's going to make me sick. Yeah. B, it's going to totally. destroy my relationships. and make people around me nuts. Totally. Uh, so it's almost like even if it's not a success or if I don't make it, or it's n- fine because yeah. for me at this point, it feels like I just have to. And that's yeah. a very different place yeah. than I've ever been before, I think.
0: Yeah. You would be sick if um, you would not express those things.
1: I'm pretty sure. I think that's part of the reason why I did get um, sick, very tired. And also uh, from a relationship perspective, uh, I, I just mental health, physical health, it just feels like a need and less of a a career path. And that's different.
0: Yeah. And I totally hear you because I... I also feel that creativity and self-expression is part of the is part of health, like just like we practice movement or whatever. I wrote about that probably at the start of COVID. I started to write a book that I'm now editing. Actually, this cool. part. No, it will be in this in this first book, yeah. In this first book, because I'm planning to write a, a second and a third one. But so it's all about yeah. So there is going to be a big health chapter and it's, and I include self-expression and creativity in it. And yeah, amazing. as an example, do
1: you know, did you watch the
0: series shadows and bones on Netflix? No.
1: Great. I'm so glad I've got another one to watch now. <laughs> it's
0: I read all the books. It's, I find it really good. Maybe it's a little bit more for teenagers, but it doesn't matter. And Well, I hope I'm not spoiling too much, but when basically when the main character doesn't use her power and she has a huge power that can save humanity, you know, as usual, and she didn't Mm -hmm. know she had it or she was uh, suppressing it. Yeah, I, I won't spoil. And then once, and she was, you know, skinny and not super healthy. And then once she starts uh, using her power and expressing mm. it into the world, she gets mm. healthy, you know, more like stronger. Yeah. And and I was like, oh, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, so- yeah. I'm really. Believe- I'm starting to really believe that. And you know, it's so funny because it was part of my coaching program. Play, and I was teaching all these other coaching, all these other people, and their creativity, and really conceptually fully behind it yeah and and I, that's the. it was hidden to me because I thought the dream of teaching yoga and coaching and all that was the expression and I just didn't for a second think yeah hang on that isn't it for me yeah so I fully yeah. am with you behind that we it's like create creativity and expression is not Something at the end of your to-do list when you have nothing else to do and you don't have a job and you know being, you like to paint pictures—it's really part of us. Yeah. It has to be part of us.
0: Yeah, yeah, I believe that too. And maybe you know, healing is necessary too. But creativity, I feel, is almost equally necessary right now. Yeah, if if yeah, we, and part of it. Yeah, it's part of it. Yeah, you're right. Totally. And so how, how would, you said before the difference between um, class teaching and one-on-one, how do you feel that difference?
1: The best I can explain um, is a kind of an energy distribution. When you're one-on-one, you are holding all of that energy yourself And I feel in a group, it's somehow dispersed. It's like the group helps carry the energy. Mm. And then um, you might even get some, you know, Mm. like it's, that's how it feels when it's one on one. And, and I believe that's right. When you're holding someone in your attention and holding someone in your care and your awareness, you are holding that for them. And that's what makes you good. And I just feel, yeah, in a crowd, the more people it's dispersed. And then and then you might even, yeah, like I say, walk out with having gotten some, if you're lucky. And that's a great feeling. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah. think that's the best explanation I can come up with.
0: I can relate uh, to, or simply the difference between packed classes and classes where you have like, Three,
1: four people. That's a huge difference. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's because you're putting a lot into it. I know a lot of people can be one-on-one and it's a mutual exchange. They're sharing their stuff. They're sharing it's like a like a friend hanging out, doing a bit of stretching and yoga, and that's fine. That's great. Mm-hmm. I am simply incapable of mm-hmm. not taking the whole thing. And I've tried, like I've tried to, I just, I just can't, I accept it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. It's awesome to hear about these things because I don't, yeah, I don't think I've heard it before. I've heard anybody, anybody say these things as honestly. And
1: yeah, thank you. And it's, it's wonderful to be able to speak about them and be, and, and heard and not judged or misunderstood so I really appreciate the space actually uh, because it's almost it's almost a taboo to say because yoga everyone you know I love my job as a yoga teacher and I ask people that teach 18 20 yoga classes a week how do you do that And some, uh, uh, the best explanation I think I've heard up until now is I'm an extreme extrovert and I get energy from people. And I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I buy that because I'm not. Uh, Uh, Yeah. I'm sort of half-half, you know. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah. So fine, if that's there, great. Uh, I think that's the best explanation I could come up, uh, heard.
0: Yeah. And do, do you feel like the pandemic has changed this side of you like the fact that you were or are half half or the, did it make you more introvert or did it change anything
1: uh that's interesting no i think i was pretty much the same before and after you know mm-hmm. i i think other aspects have changed I'm, i value my connections much more now and i think i'm much more clear about who i'm close with And, and somehow, and this is what I've noticed as you bump into people, right? After you haven't seen them in a long time, the yoga center will be like, oh, wow. I have noticed I'm much, much more uh, tolerant and much less judgmental. It might just be because I'm old and I've really been through something. I'm still like really judgy, but you know, way, way (laughs) less. And I, I feel that's nice. I'm much more like, okay, softer, I think. So that's changed. But in terms of extrovert, introvert, I'm still, I still love being with certain people. I still love being alone. I need both. Um, Some can be too much on either end. So no, but I have heard people say they are having some different experiences.
0: I I feel like I, I was, I think In my childhood, I was an introvert, more shy and raised by my grandparents. Yeah, like chilled, you know, like playing board games and stuff like that. (laughs) And then I think I became an extrovert because I was traveling, and then you have to, and it was fine. And then I was, you know, yeah, teaching yoga or organizing those two yoga festivals also. And mm. constantly, I know so many people in town, you know, from the, the yoga time and, and these events, like organizing workshops also, trying to find a location, a partner. So I was doing uh, yoga and gin, yoga and chocolate, yoga and wine, oh. whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh. you sure you would have liked that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> then during the pandemic, I think I became more of an introvert. And... I think I have days now where it's okay to meet people, and I don't decide which days. You know, it's really mm-hmm. my body decides. Yeah, by putting me to to bed in the afternoon, like crazy things. But that could also come. I realized from being on one on one with clients, uh, I've 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 had in the last couple of weeks headaches and diarrhea, even like after seeing clients or even before when I tuned into the client and prepared the space and I was like oh my god (laughs) yeah yeah Do something about that do you do it at home so the cranial yes and the coaching either online or in in my office so okay it depends but the cranial it was
1: both cranial so touching the person yeah I found that something also very interesting. I don't know if it's um, relevant for you, but I I stopped bringing people into my home for healing anything, coaching, um, yoga. I just stopped that. And if I did, I would do it on walking outside or online, because what I realized is that people are leaving stuff in your house, mm. not intentionally, it's they're there to leave something. Of course they need to leave something. But then you're getting on with your life. Yeah. In that. In that. Yeah. And s- since I made my home like just for my friends and family and you know, yeah. it's it makes a, a big difference. I mean I think there they're rituals that you can do with sage and I did, yeah, yeah. But it yeah. didn't help for me it didn't help exactly. <laughs>
0: It's, it was crazy it was last night the I believe
1: one. You. I'm and really was... sorry and I totally understand <laughs> that yeah and you it, it's good that you make that connection though it took me I didn't even get the connection did you have physical pain as well or you just had that yeah that's it so my, my body manifests weird like I have this Ridiculously resilient, uh, body and um, digestive system, and really, I'm so blessed in that way. But I feel it energetically, emotionally, and I, I can just collapse like sleep, I can just um, get emotionally very, very unsettled, and it's almost like an energetic, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, it was really, I, I figured it out on the weekend actually. And I talked to a therapist friend on the weekend and she was like, oh yeah, that's a pretty common thing. I was like, what, how come they don't tell us that in the,
1: I don't tell you that. No, (laughs) they don't tell you that. Not in that training, not in the teacher training. Yeah. 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 Energetically, there is such strong stuff going on and you're taking it and where are you? directing it putting it cleaning it uh you've got to do something with it and you yeah. just like internalize it and then let it go yeah. and way. Then... <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm a channel
0: <laughs> great and so yeah. this actually noticing this you know i was like uh, oh, if i don't find a solution for that am i gonna continue this you know
1: <laughs> yeah it be like the yoga thing for you if you don't you know
0: yeah oh interesting yeah maybe the yoga thing was also
1: related hmm i wouldn't be surprised yeah thank you <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> then- express yourself more <laughs> create
0: let's just drop everything <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
1: write that book
0: yeah that's definitely I realized that's the only thing I actually care about and funny enough so about fear because there is this thing called resistance did you read the war of art by Steven Pressfield yeah so if you want to go towards
1: all this creative
0: world uh, the war of art it's fascinating
1: oh it sounds
0: like exactly what I need to read (laughs) everybody who wants to write or do anything creative should know that because there is such fear or resistance call it he calls it resistance and it's or he actually says anything that has to do with improving yourself in a way or expanding even Mm -hmm. if you want to start a fitness training you know to get abs or lose weight or whatever that's gonna require discipline and elevation in some some form um Mm -hmm. you're gonna face resistance your 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 body doesn't want to do that you know
1: yeah and incredible and yeah external, external.
0: external yeah sometimes when i have the whole day to write i'm gonna feel sick and i'm gonna feel like Oh, I think I have COVID. No, I, it's just the resistance, you know. It's just really the body shutting down. And yeah. um, I have to lie down. I, c- I really cannot. Nah, sometimes I'm like, come on, I'll get over it. And, mm-hmm. and I know from now, f- by now, I really know what it is. Yeah. And then do you give in to it or do you push through it? or It depends. It depends what days. And... Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, s- just sit down at your computer and just write or edit, you know? Editing is, oh, editing is... Oh, brutal. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I will tell you this, on because I wrote a book and I, I self-published it. And I still, to this day, have such a complicated relationship with that book. When people come up to me and say they read your book, I want to run out the room. I'm like, okay, hey, thanks, goodbye. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk uh, yeah. about it. Think about it. Look at it. There's so much shame in that. And yeah, it's it's crazy because that's the other thing. People think, oh, wow, well, you must be so proud. I'm like, I've only. Well, at Not least you, you it's, <laughs> it's amazing you published it. But yeah, I, yeah I, you. I did it myself. And I would, I mean, are you going to publish it? Are you going to get a publisher? I'm going to try. And then yeah, you- I think it's, I think it gives you so much when you have someone else, even if it takes longer, just someone else to say, and yes, we should believe in ourselves. And yes, we should love our children. (laughs) Like metaphorically speaking, well, probably also like in real life, but um, (laughs) I know some people don't all the time, Um, but I think it's just really validating if there's someone else that says, you know what? This is not a piece of shit. Yeah, I think that's, I would always recommend that to people now.
0: Yeah. Recognition, definitely. And and this is one of the reasons. I have a great writing coach. I'm, I'm in a writing group since January and it helps a lot. Wow. And is it in person or online? It's online, but they're all in Zurich. So I've met a couple of people a few weeks ago and I'm going to meet the coach in person in a couple of weeks. So it helps fantastic
1: Fantastic.
0: great yeah Yeah. really grateful for their support yeah it helps a lot and then the coach knows all about publishing and all the fears and all all the reasons why you write a book and what's right as like the reasons behind you wanting to become a a yoga teacher and it's it's really Mm. good it's really good yeah
1: fantastic okay that's also you're very you're inspiring me so much on this call i'm so happy that we had this
0: (laughs) me too you're inspiring me too and it's great to talk about these things yeah
1: yeah and so honestly i really really appreciate that it's it's not an easy space to navigate um yeah kind of giving secrets away (laughs) yeah but i think it makes
0: uh, it makes it more relatable for for people you know if they also go through the same things Mm. yeah I think I'm not I'm not gonna say everything you know I'm not gonna talk about my sex life although M- might happen if i get into uh, relationship coaching maybe
1: yeah all right okay well, call me up. I'm, I'm happy to talk about that too <laughs> i mean not your sex life but yeah um but i think there is some some point that we we started making when we were having our little private instagram chat and maybe this is something that's a little bit more because i feel a bit um yeah, kind of like pointing out the realities and the hardship. And I think what's what's cool about what we Earth when we were speaking is that a lot of people are drawn to yoga and healing, but what they really want to do is sing, perform, mm-hmm. dance, act, um, and yes, art has the power to heal and all that kind of stuff. And I, but I feel like I mean, if you just look at the yoga world, as soon as, especially in Jiva Mukti, right? Because Jiva Mukti gives you so many touch points. You can, yeah. you know, unleash your anger about like the injustices of the world and animal rights. You can uh sing, you know, yeah. for half an hour in a Jiva Mukti yoga class, and no one's <laughs> going to say anything because it's part of the fourteen points. So you can <laughs> sing um you know you can you can talk because there's a dharma talk i think there's so much creativity that comes out and i think the only thing i would want to say is yes teach yoga sure but are you sure that you're not really just wanting to be an actress <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a performer performer or, of performer, or yeah. a dancer or whatever yeah. and yeah. and maybe both but don't try and push and squeeze all of that creativity and energy into teaching yoga, because ultimately yoga is very pure and yoga is really about healing and holding space for Mm. someone else. Um, And yes, sometimes your creative expression is going to touch someone for sure, but yeah, I don't know the answer yet, but I think it's, it's worthwhile just saying, Hey, this is happening. And is that happening for you is a good question.
0: I think it's really interesting And I wonder, because, yes, we were texting about you can't make yoga funny. And I was saying, yes, you can. And and it's not make fun of. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But how can I say that? I was, and I I know your teaching style also, you always make jokes also. In your Dharma talk or you... Always in your Instagram stories, you also always say something funny. So you are already actually using it like that, not taking it too serious.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's very much what I'm trying to do. So I'm so relieved to hear you say that come across. Um, yeah, it does come across because that's exactly I'm trying to say, hey. This stuff is deep, but we're also human, and we can also just laugh. And I think I've always appreciated that about you as well. And I think that's why we've always connected in that way. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I've heard people say, "Yeah, you were making jokes." Or before I even just thought, "Oh, I'm gonna try stand-up comedy," and I was like, "Really? Uh, yeah, it was so funny." And okay, uh, yeah. So I, I guess I was also trying to I was not aware of it but now it's really one of my goals to do spiritual comedy like I wrote you cool and I don't know how to do it and that's why I haven't done it yet because it's still probably too serious you know I mean I do like we do laugh a lot in in coaching sessions actually I also make that fun because it does not healing doesn't have to be super serious Mm. I mean yes it does you know but you can also have some humor
1: well you I mean for me it's the deepest spiritual not the deepest okay but it's a deep spiritual practice because a joke is means you have unidentified which mm -hmm. means that there's a part of you that can observe which is the whole part of yoga is to not identify with egos the fact that you can laugh at yourself meaning laughing at ego yeah that's a spiritual practice yeah and if you're so deep in it and you're so serious, but it's a tricky, fine line, because of course, if you're on a deep ayahuasca trip, of course, no one's like, like I don't know. I haven't taken ayahuasca yet. <laughs> <Exactly. Yes. Yeah. laughs> I'm just afraid of the
0: puking and the diarrhea. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally, that's that's great. Could even be the, the last word.
1: Cool. Cool. And is there something you want to add um no it's just wonderful to to have this conversation i, yes. I felt the need um somehow to connect when, with what you're doing and so it's yes. just great yeah thank you so much thank for the... you
0: too cheryl pleasure oh, and thank pleasure. you all for listening